Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I think the thing that stuck out the most was our defensive end play. You know, I think we have guys that could be in a four-down four rush and that they can get to the quarterback. You know, also, we've got a little bit more size there. With adding Jeff Coat there, it really has been a big addition uh, for the D-line. And <clears throat> certainly John Morgan is, is a TV, who joins us now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And, uh, Sully, as always, we appreciate you joining us, but uh, hopefully you're staying careful out there, man, during this nasty weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm glued to my guys, and uh, I'm biased. <laughs> but, uh, you should but be. I, but I, I believe and I, I, in my heart that we have the best weather guys. I mean, they are both they're calm and they're knowledgeable, and uh, Barry, Todd, and James are all great. And, uh, proud to work with those guys and they're at their best under these conditions uh, where they can volleyball back and forth it's, it's, it's too much i've been there for one guy to do you know you have to have two or three and we're lucky to have a weather staff like that but it's scary yeah i was just curious about it if since i know we'll talk a little bit about arkansas here in a second but i was just curious sully as far as you being a sports guy and you being there just is it something you just pay attention to and you watch them work their magic is there something you're more involved in just kind of what do you do during situations like this when you're there in studio watching uh, the weather guys i kind of watch those guys work and they're they're really good and they're you know you know on any pressure situation it's interesting to see how people react and they're able to slow things down even though you know you may look at um Todd being a guy who gets very excited about weather, but in these in these situations, he's very clear, and they're both very good. and uh, And I've had the pleasure to watch them work marathon weather, sometimes five or six hours, and uh, it's really amazing what they do. And um, it's news, weather, and sports, but it's really in Arkansas weather, 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 news, and sports <laughs> <laughs> because we can get these kind of you know they can this weather can affect lives, and I, I just think of all the lives they saved over the years. Yeah, just with with the warnings, you know, and the systems, you know, we have these incredible, devastating storms, and you have a very few, yep, very minimal loss of life, which is which is which is a uh, credit to, I think, the advanced weather systems we have now. That is the key to to keep everybody informed and make sure everybody stays safe. What what does it look like where you are, Sully, uh, here at Guatney? We don't see uh, much rain or anything, and in certain areas across the state, it's rain. And then, of course, we do have some of the watches and warnings going on. Yeah, I'm at home in West Little Rock now, and it's uh, see what it's out there. It hasn't started raining yet, just wind or whatever right now. So it's, it, it, we're interested to see how it how it develops on this area. Well, let us know if you need to take cover, and uh, we can get you out of here also. 
Okay, I'm down in the basement, so I'm in where I'm going to be with the storm. <laughs> hey, hey, well, that's perfect. That's perfect. Glad to know you're taking your precautions, Sully. And uh, it's oh, great yeah. to have you on because I know there's a there's a lot of things going on, and at least in the sports world too. And you know, Arkansas basketball season officially comes to an end, uh, losing in the Sweet 16. But uh, you know, we got some great news yesterday. Of course, Nick Smith moving on. That was no surprise. But getting Trevin Brazil back for one more year. I think every Razorback fan feels like that was one of the most important recruiting jobs that Muss had to do this offseason. Yeah, how could you not be excited about him watching just that, you know, small bit we got to see him for nine games. How dynamic. Service in Little Rock has issued a tornado warning for South Central Faulkner County in Central Arkansas, Central Saline County in Central Arkansas, Central Pulaski County in Central Arkansas until 2.30 p.m. At 2.03 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located 8 miles west of Salem in Saline County or 10 miles northwest of Benton, moving northeast at 50 miles per hour. Hazard tornado and ping-pong ball size hail. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. A tornado warning remains in effect until 2.30 p.m. for South Central Faulkner, Central Saline and Central Pulaski counties. At 2.11 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located near Salem in Saline County, or 9 miles northwest of Bryant, moving northeast at 50 miles per hour. Hazard, tornado and ping-pong ball-size hail. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs. Windows and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include Little Rock, North Little Rock, Sherwood, West Little Rock, Maumel, Downtown Little Rock, Southwest Little Rock, North Little Rock Airport. This year, you know, with, with, with the players, you know, we have on the current roster that several may say. Yeah, because that's the thing too, Sully, is you're just looking at players that you're waiting on their decision. You know, Ricky Council is one who had a great year. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, at least myself included, kind of feel like he's leaning towards possibly moving on. Don't really know. Don't know anything for sure. But it's not only just him, but it's Devo. It's Jordan Walsh. Like, it's one of those deals where I could see all three of those guys moving on, but I could also see all three of them staying too. So that's what's going to make this so fascinating is, you know, what what is Muss and the coaching staff t- telling them? Also, what are they hearing from people that they have in their families and, in, and that are close to them too? It's it's just going to be something where I see a lot of 50-50 shots as far as some of those players. Yeah, you know, I, I'm confident Debo will be back. Um, you know, Ricky Council, love to have him back. I like the Mitchells and what they possess going forward. I mean, there's a lot of guys you could look at and say, hey, you know, um, you know, I'd like to have him again next year. Joseph Pinion. I mean, you need three-point shooting. You know, when he played this year, he's a guy who loves being a Razorback. I mean, it's um, you could make a case for a lot of guys um, to remain with this team and have a good core. But, you know, Muss's way, and Muss says it's hard to play for him for one year. Never mind. Devo's going to go four years, which is going to be amazing. Muss <laughs> has for four years. They've had their issues together. But um, I just believe Muss is the type of guy – that doesn't stand pat, and he's going to have to. Even if it involves making some hard decisions, he's going to bring in three or four players every year, and maybe more than that, under on the, on the current rules. There's also a balance to the timing of everything because you want to talk to certain players in the transfer portal, you want to talk to the players on the current roster to kind of see where they stand and what their next move will be. But as far as some of these announcements with the players that are going to be moving on, you have to kind of balance that out between making those announcements and then bringing other players in because you want to get those numbers right. Yeah, and right now they're sitting right at 13. 
And, you know, Noel Richardson had a statement years ago where the numbers always work out. <laughs> it's never an issue. We may sit here and say, well, you got to get rid of two guys. It always, these coaches always work things out. And, um, you know, I found it interesting yesterday, you know, Nick Smith in the morning, Trevin Bazil in the afternoon, you know, and I expected maybe Anthony Black today. But, the, you know, the, the longer he goes, then you got hope. Maybe he's staying, you know, but, I, but if you're Anthony Black and you're going to be a top 10 pick, you're going to get paid well, and do you want a chance injury this year and, you know, you potentially deter or delay your life's dream of playing in the NBA. Speak with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. Uh, Sully, I want to go back to Nick Smith because it wasn't any surprise him moving on, but just it's, you know, it's almost like an awkward thing where it's like, man, you know how incredible the player he was in high school, one of the highest rated players that Arkansas ever signed. We know the season where it was up and down, up and down, played some, didn't play some, and the tournament struggled, and he's going to be moving on, probably be a high draft pick. It's just, you know, how do you summarize his time here at Arkansas, and how, how is he going to be remembered? And it's, again, it's nothing against him personally. It's just one of those things that just ended up happening that made it really tough to get anything going for him. Yeah, you know, the, the, the big mystery with Nick Smith with me is I never thought he looked like, and I only saw him play maybe a dozen times in North Little Rock, and maybe a few times for Sylvan Hills. But he never looked like the player I saw in high school that was not a three-point shooter first, a knifer, and a guy that would get a baseline corner and, and drive to the hoop. And he became more of a you know a three-point specialist almost for Arkansas. And I wonder if that was by need. This team needed someone to be a three-point shooter. And, and you know, Nick's ultimately confident thought he could be the guy. And I think I remember, though, as a guy who really we never – saw that guy we it was advertised to be we we never really saw that top five pick and and that's disappointing you know and you can throw it out there that well what if he had started the season and was healthy we may have saw that guy that's a possibility but that's where the future is going to be interesting if he blows up and becomes a you know an nba starter or something we're going to be saying what the heck happened that one you know those 18 games that we didn't see it you know and um and that's the mystery. I mean, he, he never really made that difference that we hoped he would make. And, in fact, you know, much of the, you know, Kansas run we made and beat them was without Nick. And um, it's just sad that it didn't, you know, we, we didn't see the, the guy we saw in high school and the guy we thought we were getting. And it may have been because of injury. It may be because of circumstances. But I think that's how he's going to remember it as, you know, the guy we had great hope for but like the team, never really delivered. That's the kind of season it was. I mean, we had great hope for this season, and we, we did all right in the postseason, but we didn't have the season we anticipated we would have. I think you hit a dead on there, Sully, uh, about team needs as far as uh, being that three-point threat. But because of that injury, we know that that did hamper him most of the season, and so that does take away some of that. We still saw him being explosive at times, but most of that was maybe pregame. Uh, but that does take away some of that drive into the rim that uh, did make him the player that he is. But now that he has become that better shooter, or that may have always been there, you didn't necessarily see it before, that only adds to his game altogether, and, and that's going to help him on the next level. That's where he all, always was trying to get to. Yeah, he may be a guy that's better suited for NBA ball than he was for college, and we don't know that. And, you know, they draft on potential. And what you can do three or four years if they don't draft for right now, because you'll see some guys that are, you know, that average five points and two rebounds a game, and, you know, they were highly out of, regarded out of high school, and they'll go, like, 25th and they're 28th in the draft. It's just, uh, you know, they've, they've scouted these guys for a long time when they're investing this, these picks, these uh, top picks in them. You know, they've been on them for probably a few years already. And it's going to be how he does on, um, you know, his individual workouts and how that goes. Sully, I, I know that uh, with the season that Arkansas had finishing in Sweet 16, I think most people are looking at it as a success. But uh, just what do you think of the job that Must did now that the season's over? And we know how back-to-back Elite Eights was great. Getting to the Sweet 16 was awesome. Uh, eight wins in the NCAA tournament over the past three seasons. But just looking at him and, and the coaching job he did and, and how he was able to manage a lot of the crises that were going on, how would you grade or at least compare this season's coaching job to the previous ones? Well, I thought, you know, uh, I was just kind of 
you know, just kind of, I would say, surprised that, you know, we weren't able, he wasn't able to figure this team out earlier. You know, that we were 33 games in the season and we were still one win, one loss, that we really didn't have a good feel for this team. And it may have been because, you know, Black wasn't playing, but other teams have had injuries. They don't lose their best player. Um, I don't know. I, I think, you know, must. I've never, I never thought I'd see a must team that was this highly regarded finish 10th in the SEC, even with issues. You know, and that has to bother him. I mean, he, he probably hasn't finished 10th in any league when, he, when he's coached. And this team had talent. And it was just, a, you know, if you, if you want to have a good word to describe them, maybe they were fragile. You know, and then they, you know, if one thing went wrong, it snowballed. But they had some head-scratching losses, and, you know, and they were challenged offensively the whole year, which um, basically the whole year, which, 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 which got them in a lot of games. You didn't see those runs that you see from good Arkansas teams, and part of it was because they couldn't hit back-to-back threes, and they weren't dynamic offensively. And, um, you know, he got caught without having a, a shooter on the floor, a real shooter on the floor. But, you know, I have high expectations for Musk, and I, I think he has them for himself. I mean, and, and I can't see, I can't imagine what this season was like behind the scenes with him losing like 14 games. Because he doesn't expect to lose 14 games. So, like, how would you sum up the season based on those expectations? But then once you get into the season and you see that there were ups and downs and uh, getting to the end and where they ended in the Sweet 16, how, how would you sum that up? Well, I never bet against him in the tournament. That's what I've learned. Regardless of what they've done in the regular season, I'm never betting against that man at the tournament because he is. He, and he, maybe it's because he prepares for an opponent better than any other any other coach, and 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 maybe it's because his teams are always so good defensively that they're probably going to be good tournament teams, and that's a credit to him because in no other sport is it more important to win in the postseason than basketball. And they forgive a lot of sins if you do well in the postseason. Sully, uh, moving on to uh, just real quick the baseball side of things, too. We know Arkansas is going to be having a series against Alabama this week. They lost the series to LSU, but still got a lot of great things going on for them. It seems like the pitching starting to get really figured out as well. Yeah, i got to let you go. they got a significant tornado. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, well, okay, Sully, be go. safe yeah. out there, man. Take cover. Okay, yeah, thank you, Be buddy. safe out Bye-bye. there, Sully. Appreciate it. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, we're watching it here uh, on uh, on TV at Guadney Chevrolet, and yeah, West Little Rock folks, that that is a tornado. You got it. Everybody in West Little Rock right now take shelter if if you haven't already. It's south of Rodney Parham, so yeah, yeah it's really close. Good grief, man, that's a scary sight. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, anytime you have very significant weather is always a scary thing, but uh, when you actually see it right there in Little Rock, uh, an actual tornado, and, and it's, I mean, that's that's a scary thing. Um, so please be safe out there, folks, all of you listening in the West Little Rock area. As uh, James Bryan, he's even been tweeting out, he says it is a it is a tornado in West Little Rock. He says it is a life-threatening situation is what is how he puts it. So this isn't uh, something you can just be like, oh, it's going to be fine. No, you you need to take care of business and get to whether it's in your homes or you know getting into your office buildings, stairways, whatever it is. Uh, take all the precautions here as we'll try to keep you updated on it as much as possible. we got KATV here on TV, actually, uh, from Guadney. Everyone's watching it closely uh, as Brett Adair is on, on the call. And just uh, yeah, just seeing and seeing the camera work and some of the things that they're trying to, to get updates as far as live coverage and video out there as well. Uh, yeah, it's it's cameras keep going out, and that shows you when anything, anytime that happens means there's a lot of wind, a lot of gust, a lot of, a lot of things going on there, too. Yeah, and Brett Adair is—he's actually out in the storm, and uh, seeing it up close and personal, and kind of guiding everybody through to let you know what area it's in. So he's—he's uh, he's given all the info so that everybody is able to stay safe. Mm, just scary stuff. Scary stuff. And I got a buddy of mine that's actually uh, actually out there in West Ludrock too, and he's saying that he's in shelter, and he says he can hear it. So I mean, that's again just a scary thing out there we'll try to keep you updated on that and that's still moving moving uh this way too i know uh well again as far as being us at guadney chevrolet here in jacksonville uh you know we're, we're going to keep you updated if any for again for any of our listening area we're going to keep you updated not just in the Little Rock area too 
Yeah, we're, we're just going to monitor everything, and uh, at some point we may need to take cover and, and yeah. drop out if it gets to that point. Yeah. But everybody just stay safe. Stay yeah. as safe as you can. Stay updated. Make sure you get to your safe area. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to... You know, uh, you know, do a sports show when you got this going on, but this is obviously a lot more important and a lot, a lot uh, scarier of a situation too. Uh, for those that also, who are, if you're wanting the weather updates and everything, again, 106.7 Buzz Two, we have full coverage of KATV going on there right now. So if you're listening to us, uh, we appreciate it. But again, safety is most important. So the tornadoes or warnings are going on, and you're on a rate and you're next to a radio, go to 106.7 Buzz Two right now as uh, we'll have uh, KATV bringing you all the, the latest up-to-date information on that. Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've you know, knock on wood, never been in a tornado in my life. I know that there's a lot of people out there listening that have been and probably can attest to the scary situation that it can be. And there, there are things that uh, can pop up quick and, and really, really do some damage uh, if you're not careful about it. But hopefully everybody out there is, is able to stay safe and doing everything that they need to, to take those precautions and also, thoughts and prayers for everybody out there, too, that's, you know, in this line of the tornado, and hopefully there, there's there's no damage there. Um, yeah, it's now on Rodney Parham, uh, and I-430 is where the tornado's at right now. So. Yeah, so it, it's going to move uh, through Cantrell, Kamek Village, all through that area. Be safe, people. Please be safe out there. We will keep you updated on that. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back with more Out of Bounds. We're broadcasting live from Guatney Chevrolet here in Jacksonville. And uh, the way if it keeps going this way, then we will move over to KATV coverage of the severe weather as well. But stay with us here on Out of Bounds, live from Guatney Chevrolet on 103.7 The Buzz. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. Save money with aggressive rates on your next auto loan with True Service online at trueservice.net. This is Sports Center. Major League Baseball opening day saw all 30 teams in action. In the 15 games, the average game time was 2 hours and 45 minutes. That's 26 minutes shorter than last year's average game time. The shortest games were the Tigers versus the Rays and the Guardians versus the Mariners. Both games were 2 hours and 14 minutes long. The longest game was the Blue Jays and the Cardinals, which was 3 hours and 38 minutes. That game had 19 runs scored. There will only be 5 games today, none of them nationally televised. The women's Final Four is tonight on ESPN. LSU will take on Virginia Tech at 6, then Iowa will face South Carolina at 8 o'clock. And the men's Final Four is tomorrow. FAU and San Diego State will play each other at 5.09, and UConn will take on Miami at 7.49. Both those games can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What from Metro Little Rock. The National Weather Service in Little Rock has issued a tornado warning for Northwestern Prairie County in Central Arkansas, Northern Lone Oak County in Central Arkansas, Southeastern Faulkner County in Central Arkansas, South Central White County in Central Arkansas, Northeastern Pulaski County in Central Arkansas until 3.15 p.m. At 2.27 p.m., a confirmed large and destructive tornado was observed over Burns Park or near West Little Rock, moving northeast at 55 miles per hour. Tornado emergency for Metro Little Rock. This is a particularly dangerous situation. Take cover now. Hazard, deadly tornado. Source, radar confirmed tornado. Impact, you are in a life-threatening situation. Flying debris may be deadly to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be destroyed. Considerable damage to homes, businesses, and vehicles is likely and complete destruction is possible. Locations impacted include Little Rock, 
North Little Rock, Sherwood, Jacksonville, Cabot, West Little Rock, Maumel, Downtown Little Rock, North Little Rock Airport, Little Rock Air Force Base, Southwest Little Rock, BB, Ward, Austin in Lone Oak County, Argenta, Old Austin, Parnell, Gravel Ridge, Olmstead, Thurman. Today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Alice takes Debo off the dribble. Debo knocked it away to Walsh. Outlet to Council. Throw down on the other end. Ricky Council with a breakaway dunk. Hogs breaking it open. On 1037 The Buzz. All right, folks, uh, it's Out of Bounds, live from Guani Chevrolet. We're going to throw it to KATV. This, uh, there's a tornado on the ground in Little Rock, and, folks, well, we're going to give you the coverage there and go live from there. Please be safe, and prayers out to everybody. It's a very scary situation, so, uh, but we'll keep you updated. Let's just throw it to KATV and let them take it from here. for Metro Little Rock. The National Weather Service in Little Rock has issued a tornado warning for Northwestern Prairie County in Central Arkansas, Northern Lone Oak County in Central Arkansas, Southeastern Faulkner County in Central Arkansas, South Central White County in Central Arkansas, Northeastern Pulaski County in Central Arkansas until 3.15 p.m. at 2.27 p.m. A confirmed large and destructive tornado was observed over Burns Park or near West Little Rock, moving northeast at 55 miles per hour. Tornado emergency for Metro Little Rock. This is a particularly dangerous situation. Take cover now. Hazard, deadly tornado. Source, radar confirmed tornado. Impact, you are in a life-threatening situation. Flying debris may be deadly to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be destroyed. Considerable damage to homes, businesses, and vehicles is likely and complete destruction is possible. Locations impacted include Little Rock, North Little Rock, Sherwood, Jacksonville, Cabot, West Little Rock, Maumel, Downtown Little Rock, North Little Rock Airport, Little Rock Air Force Base, Southwest Little Rock, BB, Ward, Austin in Lone Oak County, Argenta, Old Austin, Parnell, Gravel Ridge, Olmstead, Thurman. It's on the region's yeah, camera. I've got rapid rotation, guys. I've got rapid rotation right there. I've got it on the region's camera if you want to look at that, guys. it got a clear view of it. Oh. Do you see that, Barry, on the region's yeah, camera? I do. I do. I'm going to start to move that towards the left now, or to it the is, right, I'm sorry. It is very close to the National Weather Service radar. Yeah. Left. Rock Air Force Base sure would take cover now. Yes. Jacksonville, yep. you'll be in the path of the storm. Keel Avenue. Uh, Sherwood and and points up to North Gravel Ridge and that is the storm that we're looking at and the yeah right now we're getting a, a rather ragged image from the National Weather Service in in Little Rock but uh, what they're talking about is uh, phones are being activated here the National Weather Service in Memphis has taken over responsibility of re warning this I guess the the, the folks oh my gosh in North Little Rock have the tornado, yeah. I've got incredible video of it. I'm going to try to put it on my Facebook page, use it there. It's from Baptist Hospital. I'm getting pictures now of a power, North Shackelford, trees and power lines down all over the place. It's still on the ground. Uh, power outages all on the track of this. Barry, North Little Rock, uh, Memphis is taking yeah. control. Northern Pulaski County, Cabot. We want Cabot to watch this. Tornado emergency going into northeastern Pulaski County, BB, tornado emergency. Take your tornado precautions now. That's, you're looking live right now, north of Little Rock. That is the lowering, and there's a tornado in there. We want you to go ahead and take those tornado precautions immediately. This is not a drill. This is confirmed. Yes, James, go ahead. 
I've got it right here. I'm looking at it. Go. James's live feed. Yeah. So that's looking north, uh, northwest of McCain Mall. What, James, are you there? That's northwest of McCain Mall? That's north of McCain? Yeah, that's right moving, through Sherwood. Yeah. That's, this is McCain Mall right there in front of me. I'm looking to the northwest. You can see the gray mass right there. I, I, think, I think it's right near the National Weather Service uh, radar. Yeah, we're looking back into Sherwood. Yeah, looking back into Sherwood. And, and uh, so air, air base. Uh, yep. I see the rotation area, and it is right on top of the radome of the radar. Oh, my. Okay, keep, we got to warn the, everybody, stay sheltered. Yeah. Little Rock, you're in the clear right now, but we have rain, and we still have a severe weather threat, even in the metro area. The worst of this is going over directly over the North Little Rock Airport. Uh, this is the only tornado-worn storm in the state, by, uh, by the way, right now. It is moving toward Gravel Ridge. <clears throat> pardon me, in Jacksonville, and you need to get into the safe spot along Highway 107. It's right on top of you. Cabot, it's coming up on you as well. There is the hook right there. It moved right past, and this hook is where we saw rotation moving right toward Cabot, um, and, Alicia, and we'll, we'll continue. Uh, debris signature is right near the radar site. Velocity product showing it right there, right over on North Remount Road, uh, which is where the National Weather Service is. That is where it went, and, move, and it will move right up toward Cabot. Uh, perhaps Jacksonville, though, you need to be in a safe spot right now. So it's that northeastern uh, part of Pulaski County. You need to be in a safe spot right now. All right, Tornado, this is video of it as it came through West Little Rock. On Storyteller, if we can, this is from Baptist Hospital. Beth Hunt sent this to me. I don't know who it is exactly from, but that's the tornado going through West Little Rock. That's the Big Rock Interchange. This is from one of the floors of West Little Rock. And that is the tornado going across West Little Rock. We know that we have a lot of damage uh, in the Shackleford area, uh, but that's, you see that wide area, and then underneath that is the tornado, the wall cloud, the bezo, and then the tornado, and that is still on the ground, producing large amounts of damage. Now the National Weather Service is calling it catastrophic, labeling this catastrophic. That's the tornado as it went through West Little Rock. Let's go back at the, uh, to the radar and see what we have. Uh, this is the back edge of it. I'm going to get off screen and, and move this camera uh, a little bit towards the right where this is uh, now moving towards uh, highway. Has it crossed 67, 167? Barry, uh, it does not look here, as God, strong as it did. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Get up here at the top of this hill and pull off to the left. We're going to have a view of it as it <clears> crosses 67 here. It's in Sherwood. It's on your left. Okay. Is it still on the ground, James? to be still on the ground. It looks like it's obscured in rain to me. Keep going, Charles. You're good. Uh, but it is just to our west. Yeah, it is. It's just to the west of 67 there. We're passing the Sands in North Little Rock, and it is appearing like it is about to cross the freeway here down the road. Yeah, All right, we Keel got Avenue and as it intersects 167. There, there are a lot of people driving north on 67. They've got to stop. They've got they to stop. All right, uh, got damage in the Parkway right. Place subdivision in right. West Little Rock. Trees down on homes. That's true. That's Chanel and Parkway Place. Trees down on homes. James, keep us updated. What do you see? All right, guys. All right, you're looking on 67-167, looking That's up towards north. the north. That's a large area of rain. It's moving across 67-167 towards Jacksonville now. There's a tornado within that large area, most likely. It's right in front of us, guys. It is. It's, it's right down there. Okay. I'm looking at the debris ball. I'm just to the south of it. Just to the south of it. Okay. Yeah. One mile, one mile out, and I can't see it. It's just wrapped in rain, but I know it's there. All right, James, I think your best course of action now would be to look for um, damage because it's going gonna, it's gonna to outrun you. West on Keel Avenue over toward uh, Sylvan Hills and along 107 there. Yes, uh, it's crossing, <coughs> it's crossing right, right a, a, along, um, well, just, just where Keel uh, crosses 167 is where it, 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 the rotation uh, appears to have crossed. And 
I don't know if it's still on the ground, but it certainly looks like it could be. So let's... I've got rotation on my video. I don't know if you can tell. It's really gray. Yeah, there's still plenty of rotation with that storm. We're going to move up 167 to see if there's any damage. Okay. Okay. Jacksonville, if you're in the path of this storm and everybody between Sherwood and Jacksonville, um, you need to, that's where it's going to cross right there. So there's, there's Jacksonville, Gravel Ridge over to the west, Sherwood. Looks like it, it went right past the Weather Service radome and it will be passing over into the area, perhaps up to Cabot, but certainly around Jacksonville. Uh, you need to be down in the lowest part of your house. Get into a small closet or a small room, please. And uh, this, and because this storm is likely still on the ground, as we look at it, uh, reflectivity-wise, yeah, there's still that that little tail on it, an obvious sign of intense rotation there. We'll look for some debris in the air. Obviously, it lofted debris in the air. It's so close to the radar site right now; it's hard to tell. Hopefully this thing will begin to uh, dissipate uh, quickly, but it has done a, uh, an unbelievable amount of damage, I'm afraid. Moving on up now into this area to the south of Cabot, mm -hmm. you need to be in your safe spot. Please go to the safe spot in your house. This uh, also, Todd, I think it could, as it did before it went into Little Rock, I think it could be recycling as well. All right. Let's, I think we have a, uh, I'm told by Kristen, we have a live shot off Rodney Parham of the damage. Real quick, let's go to that because we've got to stay with this tornado. But let's show the damage that's uh, come through. Little Rock, West Little Rock, as we were following this from meteorologist Brett Adair, Adair, the first live images you saw of that tornado here on Channel 7. And damage now also on Storyteller. If we can get the Storyteller or that live shot out there in West Little Rock. This is again on Storyteller. Okay, so this is damage in the West Little Rock area. Trees down on homes. Significant tornado damage has been done. This is the Parkway Place uh, subdivision. Uh, there off of Chenal and Canis in between those two uh, streets. Uh, like, do we have the live shot now on Rodney Parham Road? Do we have that live shot on Rodney Parham Road of the damage? All right, so this is I-430 and Rodney Parham. That's getting off at 430 and onto Rodney Parham. That's northbound traffic, southbound traffic backed up too. Uh, you see the damage on the, on the uh, ramp uh, right there, cars and traffic moving around that. Uh, but right now, uh, they're trying to clear, clear that. It is best to stay off the roads. Please stay off the roads. You've got to have emergency personnel get into the areas affected. You've got to have them. You see one of them right there. And the more traffic on the roads, the harder it is to get in there and help people if they're, if they're trapped in a home, if they're in any sort of danger. So we want everybody to stay off the road and don't go sightseeing this damage. But it is significant, and that is in Pulaski County, moving towards the uh, Cabot area. Right now in northern eastern Pulaski County, in the northern areas of Lone Oak County, catastrophic damage tornado emergency continues. Barry? Jacksonville, you've got to be in your safe spot now. Rotation is coming into Jacksonville still. We're assuming that this is still on the ground. And here are the streets, uh, the streets of, of, of Jacksonville moving right along. Uh, and it's it, with, with some delay in processing, it's in Jacksonville right now. This is a fast mover going at 55 miles per hour or so. And so please be in your safe spot there. This is a uh, I know we have a number of power outages as well. Uh, our Alicia Dover helping us out with that, but you can yeah, see I, I think through that path. Do you have something, James? Yeah, so it's been paralleling 67. We're coming into Jacksonville right now. On, there's, it's just a lot of rain, but on the left side of your screen here, you're going to be able to see the lowering. Uh, I don't, the color difference is pretty tough to make out. All right. But, uh, we're do you see damage yet? Have you gone uh, over a damage we path not, yet? We have not crossed the damage path. We have not crossed the damage path. There's a lot of people uh, who have stopped. So okay. It's just difficult to see, but I believe I see a tornado. I, it's hard to confirm it, from it, where we're sitting. Uh, you just based on based off our images. There's a lot. It's, it's just on the south side of Jacksonville. Yeah, there's a lot of rotation, James. Yeah, we're coming into the south right side at, of Jacksonville. Right at, right right at Main Street. You don't need to get any closer to it. So we're still we're still kind of down south towards the 440 interchange. Okay. 
Yeah, it looks to be just uh, up to the north of that some, yes. We'll either, we'll either come across the damage path or, or not, and I'm hoping that we don't find anything. Well, I think you're probably about at, uh, at where it did cross. So right now, all I see is some traffic barrels tipped over. Yeah. At the 440 interchange, I do believe it probably crossed a little bit further north. Okay. We're seeing 33,000 without power, and it has followed that area that we saw just exactly so. That is a, and it, and, and the area, I'm just looking at it off screen here. It goes from, um, from Colonel Glenn Road. Uh, yeah, and you can see the area there. Oh, God. It went right through along Chenal Parkway there, uh, Parkway Village area. It moved on the, uh, just to the southeast of the Pleasant Valley neighborhoods, perhaps, uh, as it crossed there between Big Rock Interchange and Cantrell Road. But it did cross, it appears, at that spot. And it is now, uh, you can also see power outages coming into the Jacksonville area. Yeah, it's still Jacksonville. Take cover uh, over there. Redmond Road, it's right there on Redmond Road going towards Highway 5. Uh, it is going to go on, it's on the south side of 67167, by the way. Go ahead, Barry. I'm sorry. I just want to give well, you an Well, no, update. I'm just saying that that, uh, everywhere where this, this thing was obviously on the ground. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry. It's, it, you know, our homes have been affected by this. I got trees down. James. All right. James? Trees down. On 67. Southside of Jacksonville. Tornado just went through. Okay. Yeah, that's where the that's where it is right now, the rotation. I got trees down right here on the south side of Jacksonville. Big trees broken off. We're on the outside of the damage path. You're on the outside of it? Yeah. South so we, side of we it? We got big, big trees down. Just south of Jacksonville, uh, traffic is stopped on 67. Okay, it will continue, folks, to go on up to the northeast of there, a small community of uh, the Jacksonville. You've got to be in your safe spot right now, Parnell, and uh, on up to the east side of Cabot. Uh, the road's out to the east of, of Cabot there. Uh, small community of Sylvania. Uh, and this, this is the area that we're, that we're looking at as it moves out to the east. So... Moving into Jacksonville right now, there's that rotating area, and it will be moving up, and it looks like the rotation could go to the south of Cabot and out to the east of Cabot there. So on the south side, there's 321, but it's in Jacksonville right now. Hey, guys, can you see what I'm seeing here? Uh, let's go to his live feed. What do you see? Y'all see this? Is that oh, uh, something overturned? Big, big semi-trucks are overturned here on the freeway. Mm. Uh, it'll be a miracle if if we kept everybody unharmed out of this. It'll be a, an here absolute miracle. Here, would you? I think we've had a violent tornado go through the metro. It'll be a miracle to still continue. I've got, I've got really big trees down, and that is 67 uh, southbound. That is completely blocked. Okay. All right. Jacksonville has been hit by the tornado. What's next here? Uh, an area south of Cabot now? Yeah. Cornell? Yeah. It'll be going out. There's a small community of Red Oak and along Highway 321 uh, as it moves. It's that first Cabot exit as it moves off to the southeast of Cabot. I think this is the area. There's the rotation just northeast of Jacksonville now. Uh, Parnell crossing Highway 89 right there and then moving up in, into this area. Uh, in northern Lone Oak County. And so that is the area that you've got to take cover in. I'm going to show you the tornado warning area. It's a broad area there and does include BB. And so as this thing moves, it could move a little bit to the north. It could stay on this track that it's been on, which has been fairly consistent, but it's pretty much northeastern. Still okay? What do we got? Northeast right now. Cabot. Uh, especially the south side of Cabot, you've got to be in a safe spot right now. Please, please take cover right now. This storm could make a jog toward the Cabot area. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, if you're in Cabot, go into the tornado safe spot. I think it's gaining in intensity again, south of Cabot. Yeah. Uh, looking at the radar here, Red Oak is another community. It's going to cross over 321. That's the tornado right there. 
That's the tornado. There's yeah. 67. It's just cleared the Little Rock Air Force Base on the south side. This is where James is running into the damage. I mean, right there is right where it passed, and that's where James is. There's Cabot. Cabot, uh, I think you may escape this, but not to the south of town. Uh, that's Red Oak, uh, McCollum Road, yes, Highway 89. There is a tornado, very likely. In fact, I'm, I, I'd say there's a near 100% chance this is still doing damage on the ground. There's Parnell, and that's the tornado. Uh, and again, this is where James just had the damage. It has just passed Jacksonville. Uh, again, the same applies uh, what we were saying about Little Rock. Stay off the road. Emergency personnel have got to get into these areas affected. This is a violent tornado. This was not your EF0 or EF1. No. This was a violent tornado coming across the Little Rock metro area, and they've got to go look for people that may be missing. Don't have any word on that, but I'm just saying that is a possibility. As long as that is a possibility, we want everybody off the road. It's crossing over Highway 5, Parnell, Highway 89, moving towards the northeast at a very rapid motion. Now, at about still about 50 miles per hour, tornado emergency continues, and this is going to go just to the south of Ward. Uh, I think Ward is going to be okay. You're on the north side of that polygon, but stay sheltered. Barry? Yeah, we're getting uh, some damage reports in. Brett Adair says that significant damage to homes and businesses <coughs> at the shopping center at uh, I-430 and Rodney Parham. I-430 and Rodney Parham. Yeah, that's the... Okay. And, um, and cars upside down there. So cars were sent over, and we've already seen along 67 up toward Jacksonville a semi that was uh, toppled over there. Uh, confirming some minor injuries at least. There's going to be a new severe thunderstorm warning issued for the Little Rock area. I don't see any, any rotation with it, but it will be wind and it will be coming through. And so it's right on top of where there was already uh, damage there and first responders are responding. So again, don't go anywhere if you, if you don't have to at all. Please stay off the roadways. Uh, to, to add insult to injury, Barry, heavy rain, thunder, lightning moving back into the metro now. Yeah. No tornado warning. Yeah, it's just all. a severe thunderstorm warning. That's uh, I don't even know if that's severe warned right now, but it is a thunderstorm. It's dangerous with lightning. So everybody stay inside as much as you can. Uh, and a lot of people don't have electricity, but no one should be outside right now in Little Rock because there's a lot of lightning. Our concern right now is eastern, far eastern Pulaski County, now into Lone Oak County. Uh, this is a, a devastating tornado that has hit the heart of our community. Uh, and it's moving south of Cabot by just a few miles. Uh, this is it on Highway 5. There's Red Oak on the ground doing damage, moving towards the northeast, a uh, little north of due east Mount Tabor. They're going to be crossing over 31. Okay. And now a severe thunderstorm warning for Pulaski. Barry? Yes. And we're not forgetting that storm there in Parnell. We've got uh, damage now at uh, Rodney Parham in 430. And uh, this is, uh, I think we have live, a live picture there. Oh, and no. you can see the Kroger there, which is at 430 in Rodney Parham. That's that bank. In There's there. a bank in the parking lot there. If they could broaden out, and apparently they're damaged to homes as well in yeah. that area. My mom's home has a has a, house, a tree through it too. Okay, there. and no. there is a uh, the service station that's right there. <clears throat> that's Breckenridge Drive. That's Breckenridge and Roddy Parham, right? Yeah, the new McDonald's is right over there. Breckenridge Village is uh, right across the street from there, and that's significant damage to the Colony West Shopping Center. Yeah, and it went right through Colony West and Breckenridge. That's thunder from a severe thunderstorm warning. Uh, that thunder and lightning going on out there. But God, please nobody be hurt out of this. Please. Okay, we'll go back to that if they can get a, get more shots of that. I do want to say, though, if you're in the small community of Parnell or along Highway 321, this storm has really uh, re maintained its rotation unbelievably. There's a small community, uh, areas around Sylvania, out east of Cabot there, a large number of neighborhoods out there, large number of roads. Please be in your safe spot there as this storm continues to move. It will fluctuate with intensity, but the, as we said, there are going to be some, uh, some times where where this is Alicia. where tornadoes can be on the ground for a long time, and apparently this is what's happened. This parent cell started out well to the west of Hot Springs, so that's what we mean by long track supercell uh, thunderstorms. And uh, do we have more pictures coming in? Yeah. And this is from where? Okay. This is in Little Rock. Uh, Storyteller. That's Caldwell Shopping Center. No, not that one. No, not 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 that one. Go to the next one that I sent. I don't know where that is, but the next one I sent. Refresh it. 
refresh it, and 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 there you go. Now scroll down. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. That's I, significant. It is significant damage, but I think I thought I just. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought I had it, but I did see significant damage to the Colony West Shopping Center where the roof was blown off. I'm trying to find that picture. I thought I retweeted it. Uh, here, here it is. Uh, I'm going to retweet it right now. Uh, and so it is retweeted. Chris May also did. And this is the Colony West Shopping Center. Hopefully it will come up here. There it is. And that right behind there is Breckenridge Road. Look at all the damage. Um, that's yeah. on the left side is Kroger. Uh, and that uh, right, right through my neighborhood, my old neighborhood. It's destroyed it. Folks, we're getting reports of injuries that are coming in. We don't know the extent of them, but uh, that's why we urge you to not be on the roads. Don't, uh, don't hamper first responders as they are out there. For right now, this is the only tornado-worn storm in the state, but it is very, very powerful, and it is near that community of Parnell and headed toward the small community of Sylvania out to the east of Cabot right now. But that is uh, apparently, uh, I, we just have to assume this is a tornado on the ground. It's a tornado emergency in that we've already had it. It is, uh, as we have told you, it is a large it has been, at times at least, a large tornado, and it continues to show that, that huge signature of rotation again. And there's nothing much out there to hinder it from forming again. I do want to back out, though, and I'll just show you the reflectivity. And there is another storm moving into the Little Rock area. It has wind with it, and I'm just going to look for the velocity product on this. I don't see anything as far as, but it's a strong storm just pouring where we already had uh, tornado damage that went through that area around Rodney Parham and 430. It went uh, up into the Highway 10 corridor and then crossed over, went very near the National Weather Service Drive. So there's another storm and it is a severe thunderstorm warning right there. Could be a lot of wind with that one and, and some hail as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, there is only one tornado warning in the state and it is the one that is in to, out to the area east of Cabot. This is a long track storm. There's Dogwood Lane right there. This is uh, the rain wrapping around a circulation center. As it continues to move off to the northeast, it will continue to do damage, it appears. We've already seen large trees out on 67. Again, cancel your plans to go out and about over the next few hours. Just don't do it if you're in or near one of these spots. Just please stay off the roads. Here's a shot. I think we have another shot of damage uh, near Dinks. It's just pouring. But this is that area around Rodney Colony Perham. West, I believe. And uh, so Rodney Parham and near 430 out in West Little Rod. And you can see just insult to injury there as roofs have been ripped off and it's just pouring rain. Barry, we also have pictures on Storyteller uh, from Breckenridge and Mark and, and uh, uh, Breckenridge and Shackelford. That's uh, right there on the right. That is a fire.